Welcome to another post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Today is Saturday, May 13th, 2023. Indiana came in with questions last night about how quickly in a weekend series they could get their bats going. Despite facing a Friday pitcher and Cal Steven, who had been very effective against Big Ten hitters, the Hoosier bats got off to a fast start with four runs on a pair of homers in the first inning. They added three more homers in the fourth. When all was said and done, every Hoosier in the starting lineup had at least one hit, and seven of them had homered. Hunter Jesse hit two home runs in one inning, and Philip Glasser tied a Big Ten record by scoring six times in one game. Following the game, the media spoke with head coach Jeff Mercer and Jesse. Coach, uh, I started yesterday by asking you about getting off to a hot start. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You clearly didn't have a problem with that today. Yeah, no, we, I told the guys before the game, I told the coaches and I told the kids afterwards, I said it was the best pre-game BP and pre-work I've, I've seen us take uh, in my in my time at Indiana. We were, and we do a challenging pre-work uh, drill set and I, I get up there and pitch and mix and, was, and all the hacks and spin balls and we were just, we were really locked in. We were really, really good. And so I told the coaches, they're, they're either going to be really good tonight or they got me fooled. And... and I was hoping I wasn't going to be a fool. So they were really good from the beginning, and, and they just kept going. And you know, as a as a coach, um, players can be frustrated with you at times because you haven't you have an image in your mind, an expectation in your mind of what you're what they're capable of, and then you just have to push and push and push. And sometimes you got to be you know a little bit uncomfortable, make guys uncomfortable, and and we just continue to push because we we know we're capable of being a really good offense and and getting off to a good start and following the game plan and just like. I told him, you know, that Friday against uh, against Maryland, you know, we, we just similar profile of pitcher, and we didn't follow the plan. We didn't execute the plan, and even when you do execute the plan, things don't always go right. But you have to give yourself a chance by going out there and at least acting like we had a scouting report meeting before the game. And so we did that. We 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 executed really really well. We were on time for fastball. We knew the profiles of it, and and we did exactly what you would hope that we could do on on a really good day, right? Some fortuitous. Uh, bounces besides you know Tibbetts getting a homer rob for the second or third time. Besides that, you know we we had some balls that found some holes, but we were we were excellent. You said yesterday during the presser that you would know a whole lot more about Purdue by 1 p.m. today than you did yeah. at that point. Without revealing too much, what did you find out that maybe could have suggested the, the success you guys had tonight? Well, that, that's a good. He's he's been terrific, and I want to make sure I'm I'm very very respectful because he's been terrific. He beat. He beat Maryland. He think he beat Rutgers. He's he's won you know three or four Fridays, but it's a it's a good profile for us. It's a it's a lot of the way that we train, and, and so I wasn't worried if we followed the plan. I thought we would have success. I think seeing it in person is always important, but I, I thought we would be fine against them. Now they may catch the line drives, but if we followed, we would be okay. So um, I I, I kind of thought going into it we would be okay, but I wanted to see it, see if we could make an, an adjustment because he was really similar to the Dean kid from Maryland. But what I think what I saw from us tonight was we, we have a gear that we haven't been at in a long time. And now the question is, is can we sustain it? Not, not in the outcome of it, but in the way that we go about it, our business. And, and there's, a, there's young teams that, that find themselves over the course of the season. And, and hopefully that was a moment for us that we can find and then hold on to that and understand that all the work and all the adjustments and all the swing changes in the last two or three weeks they're for a reason. It's because you want to be playing your best baseball at the end of the season. And if you uh, if you pout about it, if you if you make excuses while you can, then you never find a way to get better. 
And so I, I think that's probably what I would find about us is that we were able to embrace making adjustments and making changes and getting our chops busted and being held to a really high standard and being able to execute at that level. And, and I also found out that, you know, Purdue's going to be offensive. They're going to swing the bat and, you know, this is going to be a dogfight. It was one game, but I mean, they could have rolled over and, and not competed. And they did a great job competing. They're offensive enough um, to make that a game that, you know, I know that they didn't score, but it wasn't comfortable there until the ninth, right? Um, ben did a really good job uh, of coming in and settling things down and kind of finishing it off. But, you know, it's it's zero zero, And so now we're going to see if we can do it again. But I think you found out that Purdue's going to be offensive as well. With Jay. that? Oh, well, can you talk about the way Saruto really stepped up after the yeah. stuff? Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been incredible. And and I have to give credit to him. You know, I was talking to Coach Glenn about this. Just I don't know that I've ever seen a kid. You know, we had Sean Murphy at Wright State who caught the lion's share of innings, <clears throat> but not every single game. And, and, and Murphy's a great player, but I don't know I've ever seen one kid just shoulder the load like he has. And, and, and Coach Glenn said, just remember, he told us he was capable of this. You know, he's a confident kid, and he was very adamant that he was capable of it. You know, last year when he struggled offensively, he was adamant to me that he was capable of being a good or productive offensive player. He just kind of had to catch his, his footing a little bit. And we do things a little bit different offensively. And so anytime you have an older guy that transfers in, you know, how do we do our drill work? And, and it's a little bit unorthodox at times. And so he has to get comfortable and you have to build a trusting relationship. And so he's bought into that and he's really invested into it. And he's done a, a terrific job. You look at his throwing uh, has improved tremendously. His offensive work has improved tremendously. And really, if you look at the metrics, his receiving has gotten a lot better. He's been able to do a much better job with low strikes. and. You know, he's always been a good lateral blocker, but he's done a really good job with all those things. I just, I just can't be more impressed than I am or have been with him. He's, he's really, you know, he's changed the course of the season when you have, you know, Shepard goes down before the season starts, who's a supremely gifted player, and then Ellis goes down, and, and you're, it's squarely on his shoulders to be able to keep Tibbetts at first base uh, and, and play great defense at first base. He's going to have to carry the, the load, and, and he has. So, you know, kudos to him, and it couldn't happen to a better kid. You finished, you finished off without saying something you're not supposed to. You, you finished off, it was an amazing day in IU Athletics softball one earlier. There may have been a certain commit for men's basketball's name you shouldn't use because he's not officially signed yet. But how big was it to finish off the day of what was one of the better days that IU Athletics has seen in a long time? Well, I'm a huge IU basketball fan. I didn't know that, so you broke the news. That's, that is awesome. I'll, I'm thrilled. Um, I, I know the, the – the, I can't – I don't want to get in my trouble. I know the basketball staff, and, and they're, they're great guys. And – and, um, some of our kids go to the same preschool, and so I've been really cheering those guys on. They've been working really hard, so good for those guys. And Shonda Stanton is, is, is awesome, and I've been so thrilled for her. And She's a really good friend, and um, I'm the luckiest baseball coach in the world because she's so easy to work with, and we get to go over to their field and take ground balls on dirt, and, and they come over here, and, and we share facilities so well. She's an incredible, and, and what a great season, historic season that they've had as well. Um, and, you know, I, I think... Uh, two things. Uh, one, I would be remiss if I didn't say that the, the great reason for celebration is today is my wife's birthday. And so happy birthday to her. Uh, and uh, we, we did it all for her. That's exactly what I'm going to tell her when I get home tonight. Um, and then we got to celebrate you know, one of the greatest athletes in the history of, of Indiana and Scott Rowland tonight. Um, and, and I'm really appreciative of, of Indiana uh, University and the athletic department for all the work that they did to put in to have that event tonight. Um, and for all the fans that, that were supportive of him tonight and the community that came out to support him. He's been a lifelong friend of mine since I was a kid uh, and just an incredible representation of what it means to be a Hoosier and what it means to represent Indiana with class and with dignity. And so uh, 
uh, it was a really good day. We're very blessed and very fortunate, and you have to make sure you, you enjoy days like today because there's hard days that come too. So if you don't stop and enjoy those days when you get them, they, you know, what are we doing with life, right? You got to enjoy the good days. Largest announced attendance of the season tonight here, 2293. What is, on a night like this, what does that mean to you? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a huge statement of support from the community. And, and you could feel it. You could feel the energy. And you know, I talked to a couple of the boys beforehand to, to make sure that we didn't get too worked up, right? To, to not, to use it to, to, to focus you and sharpen your, uh, your, your mental edge, but not allow it to try to do too much or to overswing. Or, I mean, we did a pretty good job of that. We did a pretty good job of that. We stayed focused for the most part and didn't allow the moment to get bigger than it was. But, you know, it, it, we've had a really tough spring with weather, you know, and, and it's that impacts. I understand that when you look at the weather and it says it's going to be 39 degrees or it says it's going to be raining and, and that impacts things. So we had a really nice night. It was, it's warm and um, obviously it's against Purdue. And so you have a wonderful crowd tonight. I'm just really thankful and appreciative. And I'm glad that we were able to, to put on a better performance than the last time we had a home game. And now we'll see if we can go and, and, and play well the rest of the weekend. But for tonight, we gave him something to cheer about. Pitching, you obviously didn't have to use any of your high leverage arms. You did throw Siler Lake, which I do want you to talk about why you chose to use him when you could maybe could have used him Sunday if it was a close game. But also you saved Kraft, you saved Yoho, you saved... You saved Phillips, you saved Reisdorf, you saved all your good arms. How big was that to keep you, you know, to keep the game far enough away where you didn't have to use any of your high leverage arms? Yeah, it was. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal, especially because we played a Wednesday game this week instead of a Tuesday game this week. So those guys are a day behind. Where typically, you know, those guys would be up. And we had some guys that were down today. You know, Foley had to go two Wednesday. Reisdorf had to go two Wednesday. Bothell was really good. He threw three. So we were a little bit short, a little short-handed today, a little bit short-staffed, and some guys are going to have to step up. And any time that you roll your ace out on Friday and you go in a little bit short-staffed, you know, makes you a little bit nervous going into it. I think there's something to be said for uh, mentality as you go into the next day. And, you know, we, we didn't do a good job of shutting down the game the way that we needed to. And so you, you have to make a decision as a coach, are we going to let this thing bleed its way out? And then, you know, we're going to have to go somebody else that we really don't want to. Or do you put the adult in the room in there and say, the game's over, we're going to finish this thing. We're not going to give them, you know, the life that we go into tomorrow, and it's, you know, twenty, you know, what is it, twenty-five, something like that. Twenty, it's twenty-five to, you know, eighteen, and all of a sudden, they, we, we didn't feel like we won the game. It's like we're going to win, we're going to win the game, we're going to finish this thing, put the adult in the room on the mound, and and it's over with. And I, I think you have to do that for the kids. You have to do that for the, the the feeling of the game. When you score twenty-five runs or whatever we did, you should feel like you won. And so Ben did that for us, and so that's a very valuable role. And so he's got, you know, he'll have a day off and then hopefully be able to bounce back on Sunday if we need him. And, um, you know, Ben's pitched a lot of college baseball innings and, and won a lot of games. And I'm sure he'll take a few ibuprofen and run a few laps and get that wing <laughs> fired up again and ready to go. When your offense has as many big innings as you guys had, how tough is that on a starter like Luke? And how do you feel like he handled it? Yeah, it actually, that's a, you're right, that's a real thing. And um, especially for a guy that's so big, you know, his, his back can get tight, your hips can get tight, and, you know, and so uh, you're excited that you're having those big innings, but you want to finish the inning, right? Where you got, we had a bunch of two out RBIs, a bunch of two out hits. And so you got you know, the bases loaded, there's two guys on, and, and you don't want to have this big 25 minute inning and score one run, or score two runs. It's like put up a crooked number, put up three, four, five, six spot. And so once we did that, then it's like, okay, we're, that's kind of the, that's the, that's the, you know, the roll of the dice. But he did a good job managing it and he attacked them. I know they, they hit a few homers and, and, and that stuff late, but that's what you want a guy to do. Like, we're, we're not going to walk our way into a five-run inning. If you hit me, you hit me. 
Um, but well, I'm, I'm going to go out here and, and I'm going to pour it in there and, and we're going to play baseball. And that's what you need to do. And he did that. And he did that. And he kept the game moving along. So kudos to him for just going and attacking and, and, and making sure that we didn't allow those. We may score two, but you're not going to score five like that. And, and, and kudos to him. He was really good. He was excellent. I told, I told Scott before the game, um, I said, you're really going to like this guy a lot. And he'd been around, but he hadn't seen, he'd seen him on TV and hadn't seen him in person as much. And, uh, and so I'm kind of curious to, to get his two cents because I'd imagine he liked him a lot. What's the message to the guys in the dugout in a game like this? You got to keep going. You have to keep going. You have to keep going. Just every every time you're on offense, you're at bats. That's the most important bat of the day. And I always tell our guys, it's a, it's a one-run game, one-run mentality. Get to first base, it's a one-run game. Because, you know, we got to that point on, on Wednesday where we were up by, you know, six or eight. And then all of a sudden it's like pop up, pop up, pop up. And, you know, we, we've got to just finish ball games. We haven't done that. We haven't finished. We haven't just ran away with it. And so you, you have to do that because in these series, every, as Art said, every single pitcher is so valuable uh, in, in, in sending the message, honestly, across the field that we're going to keep coming. Um, it, it, it's a part of sport, right? It's a part of sport where um, an, an attitude and a, and a consciousness and an awareness that someone's going to just gonna keep pushing and, and, they, and they don't stop. That's an important. That's an important thing, especially this time of the year. We, we, we've 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 played I don't know however many games we've played 45, 50 games, where you're, you're to the point now where you you have hopefully a month or six weeks left. But it's like you have a month, you have two or three weeks left. That's the only thing you're guaranteed. Pour it out. Give everything you've got. You've worked the whole season to get here. Don't leave it up for grabs now. And just baseball is such a, a, a fickle game. You just just like you, they go and score those runs. You just don't know, and you have to keep going. So it's just that mentality, push, 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 push. Last one. Going back to Sennard, what's the balance like when you know you've got a big lead and you can just rely on him to eat some of those innings, but yeah. you want to keep him fresh for the rest of the year? Yeah, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a great question because it's the main topic of conversation in the last 48 hours is how do we manage him because next week would be theoretically on a short week, and then the next week is, is – Depending upon what happens, it's probably a short week again. And so you, you have to eat as many innings as you can without burning your, your primary bullpen arms, but at the same time not overextending him because you know he's going to be on back-to-back short weeks with high, like very high leverage, high intense innings and pitches. And so you just, you, you're, you're, you, we wanted to get him through the sixth. We, we got to get through the sixth. And then we were going to try to go one 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 seven eight nine, and then it just obviously just didn't work that way. So we, um, we, we did the best that we could to manage it, but we had to get to the point where we have to finish the game. We have to finish the game. Um, and we can't allow this thing to bleed over and, and feel like we didn't win. So that's when you go to bed. And, and uh, best laid plans often go right, but we, we managed it. So, yeah, we wanted to get him through the sixth. Once you get the lead, that's enough. Um, and, and, then, and then line those guys up after that. So he's ready to go with, with, a, full, with a full clip here in the next two weeks. I don't know if you've ever been a part of an inning where you hit two home runs. I have not. No, that's my, that's my first one. I didn't even know his inning was so long. I think Bob <laughs> asked me, and I was like, I don't really remember. I think there was like a pitching change or two, so it kind of gets like in between. But yeah, no, cool thing. So cool to do. Yeah. Coach said that you were a little banged up. Uh, yeah. At Xavier on Wednesday. What was what was the issue there? And then uh, how are you feeling now? I had like, so I think the play is like left center at Northwestern. Uh, me and Bob like collided. Uh, I hit my head on the back. I'm just kind of like dazed for a little bit. So they were like checking for concussion and stuff like that. But got cleared yesterday. And uh, so good to go. What's the dugout like when your offense is rolling the way it was tonight? Yeah, you know, the energy is uh, very important. It's something we talked about. Um, obviously, it's contagious. So it's always good when 
we can, as a group, attack a team, not necessarily a bunch of individuals. So when we can attack a team as a group, it's always a good thing. This is, is it just baseball? Because you had the thing earlier in the year with Iowa where you weren't hitting well, then it took one breakout game with Ball State, and then you started hitting the cover off the ball, and then yeah. you hit it a little bit with Maryland and Northwestern again, and then again Sunday against Northwestern, you started hitting the ball really hard again. In the last three games, it's been hit, you continued it. What is it about once you, you know, get out of a, a slump, the offense for one game, it keeps rolling and rolling? Yeah, you know, I think just kind of maybe taking like a mental break, I guess, from from ba not baseball, but just like, just taking a mental break, kind of hitting the reset button, getting back in here, getting back to like my fundamentals of what I do well. Um, I think that's what's been working for me. Coach mentioned, about, I think about a week ago or so, that he had made some adjustments with you. Can you kind of talk about that process and what's what's allowed you to, to be so successful lately? Yeah, so uh, it was majority with, with my hands and just my intent level, um, getting my hands back to a position where I can get flat to the baseball. Um, and then intent level, just like going up there and like, getting my swing off rather than trying to push balls the other way or, you know, I, today so all my hits were, were left field, which is great, but I, I wasn't trying to do that. It's just like just my intent level it, uh, needed to be better, so just getting that better, I think. Coach mentioned a lot about the bat speed and trying to get your swing back. Is that something mm -hmm. that was a focal point? Yeah, yeah, I think that just goes back to my intent, just like trusting. So obviously I had my handmade surgery, so kind of stop being a wuss and just kind of – I'm fine. Like I know I'm okay. Just getting back to just full intent, trusting myself and the work I put in to get my hand where it is, and being okay. So just trusting that. Yeah. Senior day tomorrow. Your number is one of the yeah. ten behind the plate. What is this program and what has this program meant to you? And kind of what's been some of your favorite moments here? Yeah, you know, uh, this program has meant a lot to me. Just being here. Um, I'm not from Indiana, so I think I've kind of grown into the culture and just kind of been myself, but allowed myself to work into what Indiana has and what it has to offer. Um, Got a finance degree from Kelly, awesome. That's what I came here to do. So I established that goal. Um, and then baseball-wise, it's just been great. Friends and uh, friends, family, stuff like that. It's just been a great experience, and I just can't be thankful enough to have come here. You've mentioned you're not from Indiana, but this rivalry against Purdue, doesn't mean something more? Yeah, you know, I, I don't necessarily think it, we try to take it just one game at a time. Obviously, um, I'm a big IU basketball guy now, so I think I guess that kind of adds it to, to anything. Um, I think baseball-wise, it's another series to us. We don't look at it as necessarily a rivalry. We're just looking to, to win each game at a time. You're a big IU basketball guy now. Have you seen the recruit news? I did. That was like the first thing I saw. We saw Maryland lost, and then we got the recruit. So two, two good news. I see the stash is back. It is back. It is back. How long has it been going? Five days? Five days, maybe? That's it? Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. You mentioned the Maryland news as well. How much of the rest of the season are you scoreboard watching to see around, or are you guys just focusing on yourself? We're just focusing on ourselves. Not nothing we can do. Everything's in our control. That's all we can control. So not necessarily focusing on on that. Um, it's always good, but focusing on ourselves and just trying to win each game at a time. Thank you for listening to this post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Indiana and Purdue are back at it for Game Two at 1 p.m. The Hoosiers are tied with Maryland in the Big Ten standings, though we list the Hoosiers as second on the website due to the head-to-head -head tiebreaker rules. One more Indiana win would also clinch a berth in the Big Ten tournament. See you at the BART.